Hello. Hi. Welcome. How are you, Suze? What are you drinking there in your old mug? This is Naked Wines in here. Oh, mine's alcoholic too. I made myself a hot toddy because we talked about it in the last episode and then I was like, hmm. Sounds Just good. because I'm not at the ski resort doesn't mean I can't bring the ski resort to <laughs> the old studio. That's so true. You know? Yeah. Well, you can improvise. Yeah. yeah. I love my brain candy mug that Sarah designed. Oh, thank you. Thank She's you. She's an incredible artiste. Thank you. Um, and I also love Naked Wines. Yeah. You know what I've been thinking about doing is a adult coloring book because I... Uh, realized that a lot of the coloring books that you find are AI created. And as somebody who needs it to make sense, as AI does, it gets a little messy in some places and things don't make sense. And you're like, what, what, what's a human didn't do this. A computer did this. And then I looked into it and they are just publishing companies that are using AI to make them. And I feel like we need humans to like do those kind of things. Yeah, because so. you could just do these the design right. you already have as a coloring book. That's so different great. themes, and like I already have them all done. And like as somebody who recently really enjoyed coloring books, shout out to you, Brainiacs, who sent me them. I'm like, oh, this is awesome and really you fun, and forward. you could do it while you watch TV. And I love an activity like that. <laughs> Yeah, that's so fun. Okay, yeah. I like the brainstorm se- session, brain candy storm. Yeah, look at that. You guys just get like sneak peek at the ground floor. No. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you something what, <laughs> uh, what is really capturing my attention these days yeah. besides coloring books. Mm. Are you following the story of Charlotte, the impregnated but not really stingray i know about it but i'm not following it i can't I, confess to that i i don't know if this has something to do with like me losing my reproductive organs <laughs> yeah. it's got to i like it's i kind of stepped back like as i was writing down my notes for this and i was like mm, you're like this, this is so prob- relatable this, this seems yeah this seems like something <laughs> there's something to I'm this. Sure. I, I should explore this in therapy maybe but since no, you know I this place that's... serves as my therapy sometimes that makes total sense because if you are confronting something that most people take for granted, which is the presence of and use of their um, reproductive organs, it would make sense that you would be drawn to stories about like yeah, alternative methods. Alternative methods. Let's call it that. We could call it that. Yeah. <laughs> What's the, what is the deal? Like, is this a mystery to scientists? So we haven't seen any, we've talked about this on the show, the occurrence of, and it's this, it's a word that starts with a P that I'm not even going to try to pronounce and I don't really remember, but it's basically like the scientific term for, uh, animals that are able to like with the absence of a male will still have offspring, but you, those offspring then can't reproduce. Is what oh. yeah, we see is that snakes, be... some amphibians. Well, we don't know. That's we the whole thing. So this, this stingray is in a tank with some other fish and also two other sharks named Mo and Larry. And there are some people who believe because the stingray has some bites on her back that maybe one of the sharks had impregnated her. But then science researchers stepped in and they were like, no, based on their reproductive anatomy, that couldn't happen. And so... They noted the the people in North. So it's this. This is in an aquarium in North Carolina, and no males in the tank. Eight years. This this gal has been 
only lady flying solo violent flying solo <laughs> through the water with their little stingray it's very appropriate because they do kind of look like that um and then they started noticing that she's got a hump on her back and they it started to grow and so they get the the old fish vet out there with their little ultrasound machine i've watched all of these videos. I've seen more <laughs> ultrasounds of this right. fish than I have of my own body. Sarah's you buying know. cigars for the birth. I, 100%. I am fully invested. You know those people who like follow like the nests and like the, the yeah. eagles are hatching or whatever and they're following the, yeah. the pandas or whatever. I am the, I don't know if this is an age you hit or some sort of like miles. <laughs> right. I don't know what this is. Bird watching next. It might be. I better start. I already have the binoculars for it. So I'm ready. <laughs> She's going to be this, asking for crispy bacon and yeah. hot tea Oh my at God, wait, are those old people things? Because yeah. I already do <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's in her Golden Girls era. It's happening. That's, that's 100%. So, yeah. What is I the am, gestation I'm, period of a stingray? Like, when oh, is she due? That is... Well, here's the thing. They don't know when she became pregnant. So, they right. can't even monitor that. And they said, like... I don't, I can't remember how long it's been, but it, it they're monitoring it every day. And so what do they I? do? They like poop out these babies. Like I, where do they, they come out where a vagina? I a think, so. I, I think like a hole in the bottom somewhere. Uh-huh. And, and then they come out swimming cause that's not the, and there are multiple babies in there cause they could see them flap flipping their tails around. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like they're going to come out like, isn't it funny though that like, you let's say you're the lady that gets pregnant without a man. Yeah. To me, that's like extraordinary. I mean, it's literally extraordinary. Right. They they wrote a whole book about it. What? The Bible. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. That's what happened. Um, <laughs> but anyway, like, so she she is amazing, and she can defy the limits of normal yes. animals. Yes. It's so weird though, that then her offspring historically would right. then be not just regular breeders, but devoid of breeding capability. Right. It's, it's almost like she like, stole the ability. Yeah. And they, that the body, I, I, the body wants to be pregnant and it's like a biological need to, to create an offspring. And then after that, I, it's like the parental role is done. It almost feels like that where it's like it's completed its task and mm. now that offspring is on its own because there's no like protecting like that parents. offspring afterwards. It's just like my parents had the stingray approach also. <laughs> the stingray approach. Good That's luck. Yeah. We did yeah. it. Let's see if you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were a lot of those. Well, at, at my age, I had already done this and this and this. You could figure it out. Yeah. That's exactly it. Wow. So what do you think? Like, are you inspired by her? What's her name? We know Mo and Larry. Charlotte. What? Charlotte. Why are they naming them Larry and Mo if they're not boys? They are. The sharks are boys. The two and sharks that tank? are in the tank. Yes. Correct. Okay. I mean, they're still on my suspect list. Right. Everybody's. The, 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 the fish. The fish. Is it a fish? Yes. Uh, here we go again. <laughs> We've been down this road before. Pull up the chart. Fucking A. I should like have that as a graphic that I could like point to like, and under this we have fish and under this we have, It's hard to keep track. It really is. I do. I remember seals and separating seals and, and. 
sea lions, sea lions and walrus and, and that's about all i got yeah see we we we're, we we learn the information but we only know a, a lot of stuff okay yeah yeah totally okay uh yeah, so yeah I, by the, the way there's, there's i'm sorry this is a total aside well, i love those but like don't you feel like you know you know a lot of stuff and you can do a lot of stuff like yeah you're pretty well rounded. Like you're funny. Yeah. You're smart. You're pretty. You like you have oh, it. Geez. Thank you. And then, like, don't doesn't it annoy you when like you confess to like one maybe weakness or something or phobia or whatever, and then people act like you need to work on that. Yeah, I say this because that happened to me the other day. Oh, tell me. Oh, well, just like I was telling you about my phobia of stink bugs. Oh, for fuck's sake. Who told you you need to work on that? You well, have your little phobia. the person I was telling, she doesn't know me that well. And so she's just imagining then that I am like a girly girl who's like not tough at all and needs to like... Do you, she, you've eaten literal bugs. She doesn't know anything you, like that. You, you've swallowed them whole for money on live tele, on, on national goes, television. She we to work on you. Like oh. as if I was like... <laughs> and I was like, do we? Pull up I the highlight reel. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a soundtrack to your life? I do. Okay, no. I'm mean, anyway. Oh. So the stingray, we don't know when she's going to blow. No, we do but not. Those babies are coming out. Yeah. And then once they're born, will we be able to determine whether there is some sort yes. of weird oh, hybrid? Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's where we left off. So this has been done before at guess where? The Denver Zoo. Because a chimp was born, and they didn't know who the father of the chimp was. There were four <laughs> su- no, suspects. Like You're going to love the next. Guess who they called to announce it? No. Yes. One hundred fucking percent. They called Maury, and he <laughs> revealed who the father was. Wow. Who was it? I don't fucking remember. I didn't. I didn't. Was it a chimp? Oh, it was. It was yes. Yeah. Susie. Well, it because, wasn't the zookeeper. Well, because no, I'm asking because like, what was the mystery? No, if there's there a male like, chimp, there were oh, four there of were, them. Okay. There were four okay. male. There were multiple males. We were I having like, like a true Mori. No, where there it was, was like, a Mori situation. Okay, oh, <laughs> I see. Okay, okay. okay not okay. A, not a stingray situation. <laughs> Got you. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, I didn't make that clear enough. Maybe no, you you did. Maybe. I mean, it should be implied. I mean, um, but we would have I, heard about the mammal. <laughs> In, with most shared DNA to us that became pregnant at the zoo by my house. You're right. There would have been a parade. The we, lesbians we, would have paraded. Y- yes. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. That definitely would have made the brain candy topic, you know, list. I love how I'm like, who was the father? And you're like, I don't remember. Like, like Wait, you're I don't, remember it's the name, name of a chimp. <laughs> it was, it's a, it's a chimp name. It, it sounds very chimp-like. It's like, you know. Okay. But it, so fine. But so this time, those yes. stingrays will be born, and then what will they do to they'll determine? Do a, they'll do a little DNA test. They'll take a little, a little bit and of it blood, might or say, d- and shark? then they'll, they'll they'll see if it if the DNA is like what's all, your money on that? It's one of these spontaneous pregnancies How that we just that haven't see it, haven't seen it in the stingrays in Community. captivity so do you think that it's like um maybe the they were yeah. intersex you know where you yeah have in genitalia? a way yes yes that's what it, that's what it's called 
I'm going to look yeah. up that word right right now. Hang on. You know, the, the eyes in LGBTIA, they are kind of like, we just don't even pay any attention to them. Right. It's very I important. I know. The intersex community, I mean, it turns out they might be like freaking superheroes. Oh. They don't need no stinking man. Yeah, because there's some, it's important to kind of use these things to, like, what is it that... What is happening? Yeah, what's happening that provides information? Well, let me take a minute to provide you some information about one of my favorite things in the whole wide world, which is wild grain bread and pastas and yummy treats. These things come to your door frozen, you stash them in your freezer, and then when you want fresh, like bakery style and bakery quality bread or croissants or pasta or pastries, you just get them out and they're ready in no time. And it seriously tastes like a restaurant. It's outstanding. The everything sourdough bread will change your life. Seriously. Um, and you can customize your box. So if you want just bread or some combination of breads and pastas and stuff like that, you can make it however you want. And for a limited time, you get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy to start your subscription, you heard me free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy, that's wildgrain.com slash brain candy, or you can use promo code brain candy at checkout. You will love it. It's incredible. Okay. Parthenogenesis. That's the P word. Yes. It's called, so it's a thing and it's called parthenogenesis and Mm -hmm. small invertebrates such as bees, wasps, ants, aphids can alternate between sexual and asexual reproduction. And it's been observed in more than 80 vertebrae subject, uh, species, about half of which are fish or lizards. So this is something that does happen Okay. in yeah, asexual reproduction, they call it. And it says it requires only one parent organism, and the res- it results in a gen- genetically identical offspring because you only have one source of DNA. So that's why they can't there's no, since there's no mixing of genetic information, the organisms don't need to spend time finding a mate. Populations can, oh, these ones say that they can reproduce. That's great. Well, that's then can, wonderful. Then the population can increase rapidly due to asexual reproduction. Oh, maybe this is different because the snakes couldn't. There was at least well, a, a, pi, a boat, like a python that we talked about that couldn't. It's like I think in that's captivity. For the best. Yeah. So... There you okay, go. well, keep We're an updating. eye out. And I'll be like lighting that cigar and oh. <laughs> do it. Do like a whole. I will, like, like an announcement. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, we don't know. Is it a girl? Is it a boy? Right. It, it, actually, right now it's both. So <laughs> they all are both. Everything is both. They. Everything is both. They. They're they's. They're yeah. the they's. Yes. Okay, um, great. That's great yeah. news. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> This is this is like a nice segue because it's it's sort of in line with with birth announcements or gender reveals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple that had that gender reveal gone wrong. Which one? The one in California that oh, the caused the fire. huge fire. Yeah, that led to firefighters die, like people die right. yeah, in the so accident. Funny. Yeah, they were sentenced, and 
they have to serve a year in jail, two years probation, and complete 200 hours of community service. And they're ordered to pay one point, almost like $1.8 million to victims. Oh, man. Not worth it. Yeah. No one cares. Can't believe. Only you care. Right. Do it in your living room if you must. Right. With a balloon or if you must. If you must. A piece of cake. You know how you do that? Make the cake yeah, like whatever. But Charlotte did that and, and or Charlotte's parents did that and aren't they feeling like fools now? <laughs> yeah. Jokes on them. Jokes on them. I do. Okay. I want to just say, because I know uh, I've seen like in our Instagram feed, brainiacs sometimes do these gender reveals. So I'm not... Yeah. If you're if that's important to you and you've it was fun. I know what it's, it's like. It's the manslaughter when... I have a problem with. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear, it's not the gender reveal as much as it is the arson and manslaughter. <laughs> it's for me it's both. <laughs> because um I do know the feeling it's like when you're pregnant, you just time stands still. At least it did yeah. for me where you're like, I cannot believe I'm still pregnant. Yeah, and you do imagine. want something to like be excited about, something to look forward to. You yeah. kind of like, I do understand that urge, but it's a weird thing to be that obsessed with. Yeah. It's like, taking it up a notch. It's like the one upping. What really is the problem is the need to like share that content. Like this clearly wasn't just done for them. Well, that's they're doing this for, that's for you and your partner or your family. Yeah. That's so lovely. I love a ritual. Nobody loves a ritual more than me. Like make them do them celebrate. I love that. Yeah. I get, I'm with you. Like if just do it intimately. Yeah. But that is that what we have a problem with is like, you know, I like never You're have right. a problem with birthday parties, but I have a issue. problem with showcasing things. Yes. And, and I'm saying that as somebody who spent somebody. their life on reality television to showcase yeah. We're things. disgusted Terrible. by you people needing all this attention. <laughs> Takes one to no one. I'm just saying. That's so I, true. Like we can identify your yeah, motive. A hundred percent. We've been there. Just like I could point out anybody who's stoned in a crowd. I'm like, ah, that person's like me what right now. What is it? The vibe or do you see symptoms? Well, I would imagine in the same way when you and I went traveling, they don't come up to you to ask you if you want to buy weed, but they always come <laughs> up to me. And I was stone cold sober at all, all those occasions. Well, what is it? The vibe? I don't know. There's a vibe. There's you're just wearing? like a, maybe, I don't know, a vibe. But also when somebody is, I'm just saying you can tell. That like is you, such you, a true story. When Sarah and I were in if, Brazil, yes, she was persistently approached it must be like, the tattoos she's oh I you look like you're, right. you're there on a missionary trip <laughs> and i look like i'm running from the law you're one of my like potential converts yes yeah yeah you saved me that's so sad. Oh, and I very need funny. Some edge i need a, like a leather jacket or something you've got tattoos they're just hidden. yeah yeah oh my and, gosh and, sarah I feel you know. so, I feel ashamed, <laughs> don't, but don't. it was so funny. I kept thinking like, how do they know she smokes pot? I, it's, I just like put out the bat signal and I, I probably like have a look on you. my face. Like I'm looking for something, but it's not at the she's flea just market. She's a little confused and she's it's got not, the munchies. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, something like that. Um, you're you're setting me up for perfect segues because Let's I didn't mean it. to talk about uh, uh, you know these kind of like following people or, or cult leaders or whatever. But I also have an update on Andrew Keegan. Oh, good. Did you? I hear saw about this? him in the news, and I saw that he was like denying that he runs a cult. But I was de- relying on you to give me the scoop. I, I'm so glad you did. So he. Yeah. What is his background? He was in what? 10 Things I Hate About (gasps) You. 10 Things I Hate About You. I was, I had such a crush on him. He was in all these random like 90s movies and. Like Jennifer Love Hewitt style. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that era. And Mm -hmm. he had this like bad boy, but you could probably turn him around. The heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like he just needs the right woman to love. Like a girl who's going to like see him and tame that artistic, like whatever it was, Mm -hmm. rough edges. And so he lives, he like moves to Venice, lives in Venice. Yes. And he hangs out with all of these like bohemian kind of people. And there's a building that's like a, a old Tibetan like monastery thing that was like built out there that nobody had been using and was really run down. So him and his spiritual buddies got together and were like, we're going to create, we're going to make this run again where you use it as an event space and we're going to host parties and events. And he said they poured like tens of thousands of dollars into I didn't even see, I don't even think, maybe it was like monthly. I don't know. It didn't seem like a whole bunch that, that when he said, but apparently a bunch of money they were given to this place Mm -hmm. and they, it was more of an event center, but they, they called the group full circle. And then a reporter from, I think it was the, it was Rolling Stone that came in, did an interview and it was the reporter writing like the headline was like, Andrew Keegan is running a cult and people kind of took that and ran with it in Mm -hmm. the same way. Remember when we were talking about American nightmare and the media labeled it as like, this is a gone girl situation. And then we just like accepted that because that sounds like a crazy cool story and there's no follow up. It felt like that because he was like, it it was just a group like an or it was more like burning man people getting together and doing burning man things not during burning man okay they were like hosting like gay weddings and shit okay and like, so you know it's more like pretty, spiritual you seem convinced. yeah i do Don't do because i because i haven't heard anybody who's been a le- a col- a member that's complained of any like <laughs> right, right right and it was it's not still together it it they all like it was 2017. It was like okay, three but maybe years. Andrew Keegan ran an unsuccessful cult. <laughs> well, okay, then then is it really a cult? Then that's just <laughs> like like you You're had a book a club failure. that yeah. that stopped. Okay, it was like so attempted not like, cult leader. And I know? think these are the kind of people who, the same way, like Burning Man people probably spend a whole not probably do spend a whole bunch of money on like the setup and the gear and donate stuff for that and everything and like it could be thousands of th- and thousands of dollars but those people wouldn't like uh, nobody's like labeling that as like a cult so i think that that he wasn't uh, like taking true. people's money 
and but saying if, like if you found and, out that anybody that went to burning man was in a cult you wouldn't be shocked not at all they seem like the type that would join one right there's some overlap is what i'm saying 100 percent. but what is the, the deal with church. these people is it just pot i don't get what their whole deal is no like burning it's more man like people. that it's all about like Peace the oneness dope. and the connection and the community and like stripping away like the the constructs of like society and you know the man and corporate america and all that and it's like trade and i've never been but this is what i hear from people who go that and it's a lot about like and do you buy into that you're like yeah that's that's probably really what it's not for me because there are a thousand other reasons why it's not for me it's there are too many noises too much stimulation yeah, I think their intentions are pure. I think that the people who go there um, sometimes find community and, and connection in that space. You're like, so nice. Yeah, I just see it. I've seen people who talk about it and they, they talk about like really like growing as people. And like, here's most, why I hate you know, it. Yeah, okay. Sarah. And I'll Sarah. never go. Ever. Yeah, no. Plus, I'm not fun on drugs, and I don't like. And there's (laughs) uh, and and there's always like what I'm. I'm too focused. I I won't do drugs. I can't. I'm like I wasn't even good on the drugs the doctors prescribed me. I had to go off those. (laughs) The anti-anxiety drugs give her anxiety. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm like, nope. I don't. I no. This is. I can't. I like call my brother. What's am I overdosing? He's like, you. You took (laughs) half of what the doctor prescribed. No. She's cautious. <laughs> I'm way too... And that person is no fun at Burning Man. Right. right. Like, could you imagine? I'm such a buzzkill. So I'm like, quick, check my pulse. I've, I've had a beer. Well, I'll tell you what's not a buzzkill, and that is, honey love, everything. Everything. Bro. Do you like support? Do you like to feel like you have two <laughs> boobs instead of one? Well, then try honey love, because it will give you that. <laughs> yeah. Do you like to not feel like a nightmare throughout the day? Well, you're right. in luck. Do you want to not have to keep pulling your leggings up and doing that weird move where you're like hiking them up? Or that. what about the bra bulge? Like a, yeah. one of those. Yeah. Like if you get a supportive bra normally, oh it's like, well, bad news. You right. get that support, but you bulge. also get, yeah, a bra bulge. None of that. This is smooth. This is like looking good under your clothes. Mm, I saw the and wedding looks- collection. Oh, amazing. Yeah. This this shapewear is amazing. They also have clothes. They have a dress. They have leggings. They have tops. I love the new V-neck that I got. So supportive. Very And flattering. you can wear that without a bra. You just wear the top oh, by yeah. itself. Oh, that's a love. Yeah. I love that. And they're just hanging out up there. I'm like, look at those melons. Looking yes. great, ladies. Yes. Yeah. Right Tip of the hat be. to. Yeah. <laughs> Tip of the hat to Honey Love and my melons. Treat yourself to the best bras on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash brain candy. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash brain candy. After you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show. Tell them we sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Really nice stuff. Love it. I don't like it because what would convince me that Andrew Keegan, for example, is... Um, repulsed by the trappings of capitalism and and institutions 
would be if he turned those residual checks down. Right. He, when they're hitting his mailbox. This almost seems like I'm searching for deeper meaning in, and it feels very LA. This feels exactly. the same as like LA, like, you know, getting Botox and fillers and then go into the spiritual retreat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. That's kind of what it feels a little bit like. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you are optimistic that he is probably just Well, and he's hippie. in the public eye now. And he's What's he been. Doing? Uh, is he still acting? I don't know, but he, I tried to find stuff on that, but he's on red carpets and he's doing podcasts and he's not like yeah. talking about okay. it weird and saying like, you know, when you hear people who are, are leading that, they're in it and they believe yeah, like they're Randy drinking Quaid. their own Kool-Aid, you know? Whatever the Quaid brother is that's like got the beard and he was in um, National Lampoon's yeah. vac- Christmas Vacation. You know, the shitter's full. Yes. That yeah. That guy, he's yeah. bonkers. Oh, I haven't, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole before. Yeah. It's but, a treat. It's a okay. treat. Okay. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like yeah. whenever one of those characters gets a microphone. Right. They, there's they no use mistaking. It in, yeah. Right. <laughs> and this guy's like, no, there was an article about me and, and this, it was weird. It wasn't that weird. Into like, this. Yeah. I think it was on the Boy Meets World podcast, like the one that that it took him a while to defend himself. I mean, we're talking five years later for him to be like, "Hey, wait a minute, that's not true." I maybe bet he was seeing he was if the like, cult worked out. Maybe, or maybe he was like, "Yeah, he was. He was definitely in it with those spiritual people." And then he's like a dad, and got, and he's he must have custody of his daughter or something because I don't. He's he's got pictures. Only with her, and there's no. It doesn't seem like there's a lady in his life. Are you eyeing him up? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like someone's interested. <laughs> You'd be the perfect match for someone who was mistaken for a cult leader. Yeah, probably, but I don't want to move to LA. Right. And I'm that's, happy with LA. That's yeah. where you draw the line. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't go back there. I'm gonna. Then I'm gonna have to get Botox and fillers, and I don't want to. It's too much okay, work. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll keep yeah. my eye on him, though. I think this is not the end of that story. Yeah. I. I. I love. I would love that as to watch that unfold and there to be some. <laughs> I can't wait for the next the documentary. Plot thickens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. Okay. What other stories do I have? Uh. I read this one. Did you hear about the Canadian teacher who? And the school board that's being sued for 1.4 million uh, after his the parents accused him of exploiting their children. No, when they found artwork drawn by the students posted for sale on a whole bunch of websites. <gasps> mm-hmm. That is not great. Not great. Where Can you is he believe selling that? this garbage? Who's buying? I have so They're many actually really fucking cool pictures. Oh, they are good. And as somebody oh who was in elementary school, like art, you know, I was did like little art teacher after school and and ran the art program. The, some of the work the kids came up with mm-hmm. was so good. And then we auctioned it off in a gala to raise money for the school. Okay. Not. Could you imagine? Not if Sarah, as the art instructor, goes in there, te- does my little art lesson, takes all of their paintings, 
and then I can't puts them up and is made and selling them for like 250 bucks each. And they have that look of like almost like what is the artist who looks like John Batiste, but oh, Basquiat. Basquiat. Yeah. Basquiat. Basquiat. I always pronounce the name wrong. Mm -hmm. They kind of have that sort of look to them or style in a way. And, and they're cool. And you put it. Remember when we watched the documentary, like my child could paint that. Yeah. That's what it's called. My kid could paint that. Yeah. My Mm -hmm. kid could paint that. Yeah. And it was like these, these kids did some amazing artwork. I cannot wait. Next month's candy club. The theme is art and the film is, um, the price of everything. And the book is Get the Picture, and they're both about the same idea of, like, the art world and how weird it is and how, like, who decides what's art and, like, how uh, class warfare exists and how they, like, the snobbery and all that stuff. But, like... It's so pretentious and ridiculous. That is so so funny. Now the parents are like, oh, hell no. Well, so like, did he, does he say, oh, what? I thought it would be good. Like, well, how does he defend himself? That's gross. Uh, he, they I didn't, mean, teachers they don't didn't make enough. It. So maybe that's how he could defend himself and be like, Ooh. listen, but I can't But he's in Canada, in fucking... Montreal. They probably do. You think? I hope better they have better. Here. I hope so. But if a teacher said, listen, I can't even buy erasers. I'd be like, all right, fair enough. Right. Right. That'd he, be fun. Also has turned their artwork into mugs that are selling for forty-one dollars, <laughs> t-shirts for fifty-five dollars, and even phone cases for thirty-five dollars. He's like on Society Six, like 100%. just uploading. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I love it. What would I mean, you do if you were scrolling through, say Society Six, and you come across oh Lincoln's god, artwork? Right? Lincoln's art, because that's probably how a parent somebody found it was like that. I think it's gross, but I wouldn't care because I'm not going to sell. Like, what am I going to do with this garbage? Like, I'm not putting this on the refrigerator. <laughs> no, I frame it, but I can't imagine the value for anyone else. But I mean, they look cool and they almost, it almost looks like he gave him a prompt of draw like a monster from your nightmares or something like that. Cause some of them look like scary monsters and I don't like want to love this, but I kind of love it. I knew you would. I was like, like I was like thinking that it's going to be a debate. Like Susie, like I don't see wrong. the problem. It's right. wrong. No, I see the problem, but it's also sort of like I kind of love him for doing it. And it's exploiting. It's like child it's labor. So bad. It's so bad. You're you're making the kids make art, and and, and pretending. It's what is the suit though? Let's say, what can you sue exploit- them for? Exploitation. Oh, exploitation. Yeah, that's what it is. One of the kids said, uh, it's unbelievable. This is amazing. 12 year old student looks like schools in Montreal working. Cause this kid's got a good vocabulary. It's unbelievable that he felt like he had the right to utilize and essentially exploit. Oh, Oh, father of a 12 year old student. I didn't oh. read the line right about It's my own notes and it cut off on that line. I was like, what the fuck? This 12 year old, hang he's on. He's a prodigy. Yeah. No wonder and he said, sold his art. It said the father of a 12 year old student told a okay. kid, yeah, uh, uh, that he had the right to utilize and essentially exploit these children's rights and their artwork for his own financial satisfaction. Yeah. 
It's very cheeky. I mean, for sure. So I, I imagine though that even in Canada, teachers are underpaid because it's almost impossible to overpay a teacher, in my estimation. That's that you amen to that. There, (laughs) there is not. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe this is one of those. Huh. He's got an idea there. Do you know how they found out? Like, do you know the story of like a pa- the parent that discovered this? No, I wish it's I wish underground. It said. Right. Black. It market. said that he was he was selling it on a personal website, which has now been redirected to Fine Art America. That was stupid. So. He's not a very good criminal to put it on his own website. All yeah. a parent would have to do is Google his ass. Right. God. Or maybe it's like a personal website with a hidden name. They didn't go they didn't talk a lot about that. They're it seems like they're kind of protecting him. In what the article, would you have done though? Because you're actually talented. So like if your teacher had sold your art, would I you just been be like, like flatter? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. My? I knew it. <laughs> like, do I get a gold star for that? Am I getting an A? Right, I don't think you would feel exploited. Not one little bit. She'd be flattered. I'd be thrilled. In fact, I think I fell for that when. Do you remember back in the day they used to have? Maybe they still do. They used to have those like kid poetry contests where you'd like send a poem in. I did that. I did that too. Did you win? Because I won, but I think everybody wins. And then I like pr- yes. announced it to my mom, like I've won, which then means you like have to like send in to buy the book or something like that, which is basically just a bunch of kids who did what I did. The- I think we've all buried this, this embarrassing memory. I can't believe we both did Wait, this, but actually your- it doesn't surprise me at all. What was your poem called? My, I, I even remember it was, a, it was, this is so sad. This might've been a little bit of like. It was the love for a child, and it was talking about how much you, like, you would... This yeah. is the name of it? Yes. That's so nice. Uh, the love of a child knows no question why it comes from deep within. <laughs> the love of a child, something, something, forgives of every sin. Some Like, I know that that was the first, that was a, a line out there. I could still pull that out. <laughs> What, what is that about? That was that. I was working I know through mine some shit. Too, though I think that, that we really were like thinking we were going to be poetry <laughs> yes. people. Oh my god! Tell me what yours. Mine's was. way more embarrassing. Tell me right now. I'm not going to tell you. The mine lines. is basically called "Please love me, please love me." So, what's yours called? <laughs> mine is called "My Country." <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> yeah, because that's if you grew up in evangelicalism, oh. where you're now seeing what that resulted in <gasps> this sort of nationalism. like nationalism, right? Where you equate <laughs> your love of country with your faith. Uh-huh. The city on a hill, it's a whole thing. A whole that thing. That we're supposed to be a beacon. Anyway, okay. I really bought into this and I thought. <laughs> There is, it's like North Korea. Like there is no greater expression of virtue than to devotion to your country. But I do remember the poem. I refuse to say it because it's so bad. Like yours is actually good. 
Well, I do think mine actually was good. For a 10-year-old, I was like, that was fucking fire. That's... And I think I have the poem book somewhere buried in my... I think I <gasps> you saved... You bought it? No, no. I, I have a collection of poems that I made for okay. a school okay. project. Okay. And okay. then I, I submitted your best one, my best work. Yes. The love of a child. Yes. Or love oh, for a child Sarah. or like... Yeah. And you got the certificate too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, pra- wow. I, I put that up like... Front and center. Poet laureate. Yeah. Oh, I'll just <gasps> add this to the old college resume when that time comes around. Do you think I was this like, is hey, just us? Or it, I, it's hard to say. It could go either way. <laughs> because Are, sometimes we don't know. The sit and reach, I learned I had a lot of people on my side with that. Yeah, yeah. So many. It was we, the Christian was, school thing. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people were also very proud to have their school records. A lot of school records commented like... Yeah. So I wonder they if were it's like, like you. They were the excellent reachers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With this Oops. case, it could go either way. It would be like right. a lot of people were like, oh my God, I submitted mine also. Yeah. Do you remember where you saw the the call for? I, I feel remember. like it was in a kid's magazine, like Nickelodeon magazine or something okay. like that. Where do you, mine where was, was in yours? Parade magazine. Okay. It was that. It was Parade. It was like, oh it was God. that. It was probably that. We got that scammed, sounds Sarah. We so did. <laughs> that fucking... But also, published. Right. <laughs> published authors here. Yeah. I'm sure I must have bragged about that well into high school or something. And, and nobody ever corrected me but like me too. So maybe, you know, it's not a thing. Oh Who knows? God, but we'll, we'll find out when our listeners... Yeah, we'll find out. Oh, I love these kind of things. Yeah. It feels like the same people who did that were also the people who were real gung-ho about the... A uh, uh, book it program with Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah. And Scholastic there's an book. There, there's yeah. Those mm-hmm. are going to be your same, your same peeps. Over a G- yeah. Tracy Flick. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh my God. The amount of times I've been compared to her, it is insane. All right. Well, all this talk's making me thirsty, but lucky for me, I got yes. liquid IV on the go. Lucky for you and lucky for everybody who comes to my house because it's been <laughs> such a thing. Like everybody who comes over, I'm like, do you need a liquid? I also live in high elevation and I know everybody around me is dehydrated. So I keep them in little uh, uh, like glasses, like just little cups with some of them on yeah. the nightstand Pick and then in the IV. bathroom. Yeah. And I offer the, everybody who comes over. They are so fantastic. They're so easy. Like if you're somebody who's like, I don't like drinking water, you will like drinking liquid IV. Big fan of the mm-hmm. strawberry flavor. Big fan of tropical punch. This is like my go-to, my way to feel super hydrated and just feel like I'm taking care of my body and, you know, doing what I should be. Yeah, right. Water, and a hydrated. lot of people are like that where they they want to stay hydrated, but they couldn't be bothered to keep right. drinking water all day. This hydrates you two to three times faster and it tastes delicious. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code CANDY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code CANDY at liquidiv.com. And don't tell them we said this, but you can go ahead and have like a little cocktail yes. as a, uh, you know, hydration slash dehydration at the same time. The also, also a thing that I think would be great for this is that now that I, I'm thinking about this, I'm totally going to do it. You know how people put out snacks and stuff for delivery people yeah. and 
That's a like, great idea. I think that would be a really cool thing to put out and be like, here's some liquid IVs for you. Yeah. Thank you for your service. Along your delivery route. Yeah. That's a right? great idea. Because they probably yeah. already have a water bottle, just a little something extra to say, I'm thinking Pour about you. Yeah. yeah. That's a great idea. We're full of ideas over here. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. What else fun things do we have to talk about? Oh, this is not fun, but we have to talk about it. It's now been a little while since this happened, but what the fuck is going on on airplanes? Why are maggots <laughs> falling from the ceiling? Maggots? Oh my God. You didn't hear about this? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. During a flight, a two, a flight leaving Amsterdam to, from Amsterdam to Detroit, a Delta Airlines flight had to turn around when maggots started falling from the overhead bin onto a woman. I would jump out of the plane. Jump at the, everybody said like that the woman looked like she was trying so desperately to get all these, the maggots off. And it it was not a whole bunch. It was only like a couple maggots that fell, but I think (laughs) one is more than enough. And then it was a man (laughs) who claimed ownership of the bag who had brought fish wrapped in newspaper in his carry on that was fucking rotting. What? Could you? They're exactly uh, right. Ex- what? Because I can you imagine actually, how yeah. far in advance did you fucking pack for your trip, sir? <laughs> he's, yeah, he's really good at planning. Like what? It, where did the breakdown? This where? What happened? Because I would be less upset if it were just a bag of maggots than I am about the, the fact right. that he's bringing fish on an airplane. Fish. On an airplane, rotten fish. Yes, and like, but you—it's this is in your carry-on bag, and we would imagine oh a carry-on God. bag that has has like an open top or something, because the fish then had to like spill out, and then the maggots had to crawl down, and then just drop off onto a her. A lot Ugh. of things had to go wrong. A lot of things had to go wrong, and. What the fuck was he thinking? He was going to eat it? Correct. That's what I oh want to know. Oh, my God. The problem, people, some people are like, oh, the security isn't, like, they're not, they're letting too much get through. Or, like, oh, yeah, also, there's, the like, a whole bunch of contamination issues. Like, this is, like, the the FDA, like, an agriculture, Depart- Department of Agriculture, all that stuff. Okay. They, I couldn't even believe it. I, I looked TSA this up. TSA is not trained to search for fish maggots. The, right. They are not. We're asking but, too much of those poor people. During an average day, the agriculture specialist sees, and this is, I believe, in just the U.S., yes, uh, 2,677 prohibited plants, meat, animal byproducts, and soil on an average day. Mm-mm. Day. And I'm, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if my weed gummies are okay on the plane. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Sarah. These guys are, are, are like... Smuggling in exotic animals with I weird cannot. diseases. Why was and it rotten and had maggots? I don't, I don't know. understand because at the best case scenario, Blech. you're bringing fresh fish for best some case. fucked up reason. Like fish. How but do you think that is going me. to keep, sir, Amsterdam to Detroit? It's not going to get maggots that fast, though. They already had maggots when they, he packed that back. 100%. What the fuck? How long did he have this fish? Commit this man. How long have you ever found maggots in your food? Either Zero when times. you left it in the fridge too Zero. long. Zero. 
Zero ever. Never. It takes a long maggot time to get a here. maggot. <laughs> right. Right. Infinity days, maggot free. <laughs> and all the passengers on the plane, they had to depart. They had to like, you know, deboard the plane and stay overnight there because it was like one the only flight they had back oh, out. So kill. then they got... They got 8,000, everybody on the plane got 8,000 miles, $30 in food credits, and a hotel stay. Not enough. When you said 8,000, I thought you could say $8,000, and I thought, yeah, that's about right. No, 8,000 airline miles, which last time I checked, ain't even a one-way trip from Detroit to Pittsburgh. Right. I don't know. Is that far? It's close? I have no Yeah, that's, there's no, you can't get anything with 8,000. Are you kidding me? Nothing. No that upgrades. That is so disturbing. Yeah. So, but like, where is this guy from? What's his story? I don't know. They didn't say. Something's wrong with him. I agree. I agree. I think that, that somebody, like, just think about that. When you're on a plane, the person sitting next to you may be carrying maggots on board. Ugh. People do, like, bring a lot of wildlife, you know, like snakes and yes. that That is what it said. 2,677. And they also, in a day, intercept 240 insect pests, which could threaten agriculture. Do you remember when we were in Thailand and our friend Johnny Bananas from the show got the Thai... There's some... What was the... The durian? No, it wasn't durian. It was the fruit that kind of... I want to say lychee that has... It's like red and... Oh, mangosteen. Oh, oh, mangosteen. Mangosteen. Okay. He brought mangosteen back. He's an idiot. And his mom, who runs the farmer's market, or did for a while in Santa Monica, was like, what are you doing? You could, This could destroy, like, like, what an idiot. And he just, like, got through with that. And so that, I think like, that's what they're saying. We can't rely on the public to be responsible. These bozos are barely sentient right it's like the missing links yeah. it's like geico caveman level <laughs> geico caveman if, would be upset that you said that but if, if you're bringing rotten maggot fish a hundred percent you need something to help you you need medication from your yes physician. you do there's something wrong yeah so yeah i'm like this guy's partying in amsterdam maybe wait till the shrooms wear <laughs> off before you pack sir <laughs> right yeah so yeah, well, that's if, my if he was really story. sorry, I would be a different story. Like if he was like, I am an idiot. And it sounds to me by, by the, the few stories I read and the passenger uh, reports of the other passengers that he wasn't quick to claim ownership of it, <laughs> which makes sense. But then I would I mean, be like, even more <laughs> upset. Like, Oh, it's like, meanwhile, a guy has like initials on it, like name tag on it. Property of yes, exactly. It's like matching to his other bags that he has. Yeah, so this is shocking. I feel like I I almost feel like this is a terrible. Like I I need like a filler story. I'm trying to look through my stories in between because to go into my next story would just be. Oh, I do have another. Well, they're both food related. And so here we are. I know I just talked to you about maggots, but I'm going to talk to you about food and maybe this will like switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I read an article on NPR about how food scientists are looking at how different sounds 
enhance different flavors of food. Yeah. Okay. And they're getting real music specific. They said the sound, the sounds in the background can affect your sense of the food. The music mm-hmm. could change, and now you're perceiving the dessert as sweeter, chocolate as milkier, and you're changing what the eater is perceiving. Hmm. Isn't yeah. that weird? They said deep tones bring out the flavors of chocolate. Okay. Do you think this is like the um, your theory about um, the reason that... A lot of people have a foot fetish is because it's close to the part of the brain that's like aroused, has arousal something. So do you think it's like that where like whatever is lighting up for certain sounds is like near whatever lights up when you have chocolate? I think of it more as like each sense. Oh, I see what you mean. Because that, I was going to say each scent, additional sense, sense, you know, that you add, like Mm -hmm. feeling, taste, such, would heighten or enhance it. But that's Mm. not really what the study is saying. It's saying what you're saying, that it can enhance certain flavors, which is Mm -hmm. like different. It like put, it stimulates that. Huh. Maybe. Because that's so weird. Yeah, I, I agree. And then it makes me think how we enjoy eating certain, like we enjoy eating certain things at the movies. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if like the soundtracks to movies go better. It's almost like I want to have, you know how they do wine pairings for dinners. Mm -hmm. I would love at those movie theaters that have the food that you can order there, which are like my favorite movie theaters to go to. Oh, I love it when they bring you out a glass of wine in the middle of the movie. Yeah, what's better than that? The best. Uh, but mm-hmm. wouldn't it be cool if they did a movie where yes. it was like a, a full like sensory experience? Yeah. yeah. And they tried to do this back in the day with these movie theaters where they would put smells into the theater when there were certain scenes on. Hmm. But I think this is different. Like if you have a romantic love scene and there's the music, like the score, it's almost like you're pairing the food to the score of the movie. And mm-hmm. that would be a really cool movie-going experience. So they yeah, should, somebody somebody is. should come up with like a fucking Instagram or TikTok account where they do that, tell you yeah. what that is. That is a That's, great idea. If we know that this is something that happens, let's enjoy it. Right. Let's make the most of this feature of the human weirdness. Yeah. And I think we've talked before about certain notes being linked to certain, like what you think they're going to taste like. Cause I, I yeah. remember you talking about like what you think zet like zest or like lime or lemon would taste like. And it's like sharp and it's more like these kind of jazzy notes, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And now yeah, they're kind of taking say, it a step further. Did they say, they said chocolate. What about other foods? Did they say anything like salty? No, they didn't talk about salty. They just did it to it. They looked right. They looked at instead changing the experience of the chocolate, whether certain certain notes would bring out the bitterness or the milkiness to it, and how you can change how somebody perceives what they're eating based Mm. on the sounds that you're playing in the background. That's wild, right? It's almost like, in a way, triggering synesthesia. Yeah. 
Right. Because if something exists for some people in an extreme way, which synesthesia is like, yes. then presumably it's it's can be a very mild yeah. version of the average person. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. I really do think you're onto something, though, as a business model, somebody um, providing this as an experience. Yeah. Wouldn't you do that for like a date, first date Absolutely. Or that so would be fun. so much fun. Like a Valentine's mm-hmm. Day dinner where you go see yeah. some like cute romantic movie. And, and then like, they bring out like whatever when, food. When Harry met Sally and a really good salad <gasps> or whatever she's saying when she does the totally. orgasm scene, it would just be fun. It would be like, I think that would be cute. And I bet there maybe somebody, if you guys listening, know of like an Instagram account or a, a TikToker or whoever that already does this. Like, mm-hmm. Let me know because I want to know. Me I too. Know, like, as somebody who spent a lot of time in front of TV. <laughs> yeah. Like I want to know what makes salty t- food taste better or whatever or yeah. how so- salty food can add to yes. what you're watching. Yeah. Like maybe the Little Mermaid just under the sea. Just oh my anything gosh, in the ocean. Yeah. You eat some sushi. Ooh, oh don't eat our friends. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Scratch that. <laughs> yeah, who knows? It's fun. Yes. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, I got one more story for you. One more fun little little bit here. Um, I saw this video that's, I think it's floating around online of, and I love when they do these kind of things where like researchers or journalists or whoever it is will videotape, uh, adult, they'll ask a question to adults and videotape their answers. And then they'll ask the same question to kids and you see how a child brain interprets that. I think one of the things that we've talked about on here before is when you ask if there's one thing about your body you could change, what would it be? And all the adults are like, oh, I would fix this, fix this. I would get, and the kids are like, uh, I would I'd have wings, wings and yeah. I would have like lizard skin and I would probably like be like, like shark teeth. Yeah. yeah. It's like cool shit like that. So this was the same kind of thing where they, they asked parents, uh, if you could have share a meal with anyone, who would it be? And all of the adults said this celebrity and they had like good reasons why somebody who's really helped a lot of people, somebody who's like this person, this person, this person, every single kid when asked said mom and and dad. Oh my God. Susie, you'll die. One kid even said, does it have to be a celebrity? And they go, no. He goes, well, mom and dad. No. It's so fucking cute. 
How old are these kids? Age, all ages, five to 12 to older. And then, then they talk about why, like, and they're like, it's just so much fun. We get to talk about our day and, and then you see like, they had all the siblings there, like three siblings from ages of like five to, she must've been like 13 or so. I can't believe that. Every single child said mom and dad or family dinner. And then all the parents watch and the parents are like, Oh, we're idiots. Why do our own children? And like, looking at the importance well of- my answer wouldn't change though i mean to be clear <laughs> i'm yeah. moved by that sentiment yeah. but like i'm not gonna pick lincoln over fucking jesus right. or something and it was Sorry, more Link. to emphasize the importance of sharing yes. mealtime and how that's something that's that. so lost and something yeah. that we don't really have you know, yeah, I can't it, relate to that. The there was a report done by the American Heart Association, which surveyed a thousand U.S. adults about their dining habits, and it found that almost all parents, ninety-one percent, said that their family is less stressed when they share meals together. Nearly two-thirds of adults reported being at least somewhat stressed, with eighty-four percent wishing they could share a meal with others more often. And overall. Re- uh, respondents reported to eating alone roughly half the time. So we know that eating together, eating with a f- friend, with family, like it also increases better eating habits, better, like you're more present. It creates better routine. There are so many positives to this. Mm-hmm. I feel like we just like are moving farther and farther away from that. So it just served as like a good reminder of how important that is to carve out time for that. And it doesn't have to be every day, but mm-hmm. if you want to notice a less stressed family, have some What's meals What's your together. answer though? What? Who would you have dinner oh. with? My, probably my grandma. Now, since she's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh! cry if I think about it. And then I would say, ask her all the questions I wanted to ask and say all the things I wanted like to say. Do you feel like you didn't ask her enough stuff? I mean, I did towards the end, but I feel like... It's never enough, right? It's when you never enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Ever, ever, ever. And then I felt like I... I don't know. I was just at the time when she before she passed away, when she was in like assisted living, like it was a time where my life was moving so fast. I was on the challenge. I was going, doing all this stuff, traveling a whole bunch. And I just don't feel like I got enough time to spend with her in those moments, Mm -hmm. you know, where I could really Mm -hmm. appreciate that. Cause it's in the time that we did spend together was so valuable and so special to me. And I would have liked more of those moments because it Mm -hmm. wasn't until things started to kind of slow down in my life that it felt like I was able to prioritize that relationship a little more. Yeah. My mom always says that's prioritizing the urgent over the important. Yeah. I was doing that. And I think we do that in our twenties. Right. Everybody does that all the time because, Oh, I got to do this right now. And then next thing you know, all the right now is like usurp the real point of it all. Right. This is like a human thing. This right. is everyone. Right. Totally. It's a good reminder. Yeah. Do you have anybody that is not in your family that you would want to have a, a meal with? I mean, uh, I'm sure there's a million people. 
Yeah, but I think who would have, like, I mean, I always go to, like, Larry David would, I think, be a fun one. Can you imagine? And then the other one who's always been my, on my list is uh, uh, Louis Thoreau, who's the, the journalist and documentarian who, he just interviews cool people, and I like how he talks, and I feel like he would ask a lot of good questions at the dinner table and be fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. What about you? Who are you inviting over? Um, I'm sure it's ever changing. Yeah. You know how you go through phases of like, who's intriguing to you, but yeah. I'm, I'm in my Johnny Carson era right now. Oh yeah. Johnny Carson. And he's extremely interesting to me because he hosted that show for 30 years and I always wanted to host a late night show. That was my goal since I was like 12 was it ain't happening, but that was what I imagined would be so We fun. can record this later and make it feel like it. Whatever <laughs> yeah, what if? I'll be like, I got in on a technicality. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was famously basically a misanthrope. I mean, he didn't, he was, did not, he was shy to a yeah. fault. Like he didn't he seems like that. be around people on the show, you think? No, but I think oh. somebody who's so much like that on the show is the opposite of that outside of the show. It's fascinating to me that like you could be that good and inquisitive and the, what do you call it? The vibe Pope. Yeah. He was the vibe Pope. He was the vibe Pope. And yet as soon as that show was over, he wanted to hide. Yeah. Cause it takes a lot of energy to do that. And I think it's unsustainable. And so in order to be good at it, maybe you have to have that. And it would probably be a little more peculiar now because of how everybody has to kind of be both. Yeah. Somebody asked somebody related to him, like, do you think, how would he do now? And they were like terrible because he couldn't do the online stuff. Right. But I do think it was extreme and I want to know why I want, I I mean, there's lots of theories about it, why he was troubles and stuff, but it's still interesting to me. Yeah. Really interesting. Anyway, yeah. Questions. I think that dinner party thing is really funny and I'm going to ask Lincoln and I guarantee you it will not be me and Adam. <laughs> I almost feel like I can't wait to hear. Yeah. Maybe he'll say like Lionel Messi, like yeah. he'll say some athlete or, um, if you whatever. could, if you could have dinner with anybody, who would you want to have? Dinner Who's with? your prediction of what Lincoln will say? It is not us. I guarantee you. <sighs> Is he into he football? Is he into, is he into, uh, what's that guy? Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Who's, who's he? He's who's not he? into him. Okay. Not mm-hmm. him. Hmm. I don't know what the kid, what I don't know. My, 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 you can even do like a genre, like a musician. Oh, I think, I think it's going yes, to be, athlete. oh, comedian. Okay. We'll find out. I'm going to find yeah. out. Oh, video. Too. And a comedian, if he says mom, dad, that counts. I still win. <laughs> hey while you were i know we got to wrap it up but like whenever you were convalescing you know yes. you went through so much and it was such an unusual experience and you kept saying like i got a lot of material like you know because it's so comedic oh slash yes. horrifying yes um would you ever actually perform a, a bit like five minutes or yeah probably you, i think you to would... the right what i think i would do is is, and I was thinking about this, like there, 
I said when I got out of surgery and like the week after to the nurse, like they should really have like somebody like a group therapy or somebody Mm -hmm. come and talk about what this is really like on more of an emotional level, not the physical, like this is going to happen to you and kind of be more like provide that kind of support. And they said, well, we did used to have that, but the woman who ran it just moved out of state herself. Oh, and I was like, Oh, Susie. And I I was like, no, she moved out of state. And I was like, well, I'm in state. And so I feel like that would be a great role for me to play and for me to do that. And I think, did you say I'm available? Yes, I did. Great. And I said, and I had the nurses crap, like cracking up on the phone. She was, she was like, Oh my God, this is so hilarious. Cause I was going through my symptoms and telling her like, but, and doing my bit basically and, and in it, you know? And so I feel like if I had the opportunity to do that group therapy, like group session and, and whatever that you call that, that, so cool. Then I could work, I could workshop it there and then find out what stuff really works and kills and then put it together because I feel like between like, you know, mama's first enema and like the, like the constipation alone is five minutes of material. Wow. Yeah. That's only relatable to people who are not normally constipated. I'm telling you, I just told this to Adam because yeah. you and Adam and some other people I know are one, are those people who like go every day at the same time. And then if it's just like an hour and a half later, you're like, how am I supposed to handle this bloating? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I could go a week and not notice. Like, you guys are big babies about this. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily the constipation. It's what I had to do to relieve myself of that. (laughs) But But why did you feel like you had to relieve it? Because they had something that they referred to as a plug. That I was taking all of the, I was taking the the most laxatives and stool softeners you could possibly take. Okay, but that's a condition, right? But like, I had to just free myself. I think the condition is fucking hilarious, and I think that anybody listening to me discuss the condition of a very different kind of butt plug, yeah, is fucking funny. Okay, I hear you. The, the earliest joke was a poo joke. You you think it? I'm not that uh, this shit is gonna kill In history. Yeah, literally, figuratively. Yes. Uh huh. Oldest time joke of all time. Oldest joke in the book. Okay. Fart joke or poo joke. Got it. Yeah. So I think there's good stuff there. I do too. Yeah. I've, I'm just saying. I want you to. I would love for you to actually present it. Yeah, I think after, I, I think, yeah, I can, because I did, I told the story to like three different people and I'm like, ooh, yeah, tell like, the, I'm like workshopping it in my conversations with friends and like my mm-hmm. mom between tears, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's what I use humor to cope. So that's exactly what I was doing. I was like, I have never been funnier or these drugs are awesome. <laughs> One of the Both. two, either way, I'll, I'll take it. So. All right. Well, best wishes to the Stingray who oh, yes. is... You know, lying in wait, waiting yeah. for all the information. The, the next Mary. The next. Yeah. Yeah. And what else? Uh, Andrew Keegan? Andrew Keegan. Not a cult leader. Just but maybe. A, just a weird. I'm still on the fence. Okay. I'm going re- to look into it. Okay. But I like that you're 
can, you're keeping an open mind. Yeah. Oh my God. That teacher selling art. Right. You have to go look at the photos. We'll put up when this episode comes out, we'll put up a little, a little slideshow for you on our story. If you guys do not follow us on Instagram, what the heck you're waiting for. And I, we'll I'm going to look and see if I have that. my certificate from my country. Yes. Oh, give, give me that poem. Yeah. Somewhere you've got that. Yeah, we. I can't. If even you've been a victim of the poetry <laughs> scam, scam of nineteen ninety five, please. I want to start that scam because that seemed right. like a lucrative endeavor, right. right? All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, as always, and for supporting us. Check out our website for all our candy codes. We love you. Bye.